You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. That's it. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, guys, this is Eric Connor, and I'm here with The Reform Way. I am joined by Mr. Corey Smith. Ooh, I got first this time. Oh, man, yeah. wait a minute. Hey, moving up. <laughs> oh, keep you guys on your toes. <laughs> Mr. Corey Smith and Mr. Peter Poole. Hey, Eric, how are you doing? I'm great, Peter. Down bottom. <laughs> I'm just rubbing my legs. My, oh, my rope burns. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, so what we're here to talk about, guys, is we're going to talk about how to do Murph. So Murph, Hero One, many people know about this. Memorial Day is generally coming up. That's a common workout that people do on Memorial Day. Even people outside the CrossFit world now, which is really, really cool. Uh, it is one that started in CrossFit, essentially, because Michael Murphy, way back in 2004, or before 2004, when all this kind of stuff happened, his workout came out, I believe, in 2004. Uh, this was his favorite workout, and he was doing CrossFit way back then. Uh, but so Murph is to commemorate Mr. Michael Murphy, Lieutenant Michael Murphy. Uh, there's a whole story about him, essentially, even if you watch the, the movie Lone Survivor. Correct. Or read the book Lone Survivor. It's a great movie, great, even better book as better per book. usual. Yeah. Um, but there's a whole thing about him and the, the leader of a SEAL team and kind of how they went through this stuff in Afghanistan and this terrible stuff that happened. But he was the first Medal of Honor in um, Afghanistan. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, he probably was the first because way back when. I believe he was. Um, and so his favorite workout was with what he used to call body armor. But it's ideally with a weight vest or a tactical vest. You would run a mile and then you'd do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats. And then you'd run another mile. So this was his favorite workout. This was uh, the second or third ever CrossFit Hero Wad posted. So this has been around for quite a long time. There's hundreds now, I believe, if I'm correct. Uh, But very common one that people use nowadays on this Memorial Day to commemorate this and and honor the fallen. Eric, tell me what a Hero Wad is just generally really quick. You said there's hundreds of Hero Wads. What's a Hero Wad mean? So Hero Wad has been really termed in CrossFit. And it was originally made to commemorate or honor someone from military fire or police or a service person essentially yeah, first responder first, first responder yeah, yeah uh, that uh, that was doing crossfit at the time as well um so that was someone that was within the crossfit community that they wanted to honor on a greater level the bigger challenge on the hero wads is that they are typically a play a workout that's a bit harder than an everyday workout it takes you to a different mental place where you kind of have to dig deeper maybe think about those people or kind of find that extra little level to make yourself through that because you're essentially honoring someone who's passed and sacrificed their lives in some manners. Uh, so those have gone on. Unfortunately, there's a ton of them, um, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, so we can at least survive, or, yeah. uh, commemorate, but Murphy, Michael Murphy or Murph is arguably the most popular one. So we're going to be doing that on Memorial day. There's different ways to kind of work this. The biggest difference with that workout is that in CrossFit, you can partition the pull-ups, push-ups, squats, however you want. So, so you can bring them down to mini sets. Exactly. So essentially, I think between us, I mean, I don't, I, we didn't even talk about this before, but between us, I'd say we've at least done it probably 20 times, maybe 30 times. I've done it probably 12 to 15 times. Um, I imagine you guys have kind of built yeah. it in. Yeah, so what are the best ways to do it, gents? <laughs> well, first of all, I think the best way to do it is to prepare for it. How do you prepare for it? Well, the, my biggest Achilles heel is push-ups. 
Mm-hmm. And once I hit a certain level, time under tension, as Corey likes to say, I just can't get volume. So what I'll do from this point on, now that you guys reminded me, this is coming up in three weeks. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I will spend 10 minutes after each wad and do a Tabata sit-up sequence. Sit-up or push-up? And Those will really help you push up I mean, all those sit-ups. <laughs> Again, I'm not quite recovered from the open yet. Originally yet. Uh, yeah, Tabata uh, push-ups. 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 Okay. And so the Tabata workout specifically is 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, and you only count your lowest score. And you'd have to pay attention to that. So eight rounds. And so for me, I may be able to get, in one round, I may get 15, but they'll fade off. So what I have to do is, like a partition, okay, I can get seven, eight, or 10. Um, and just work my way up until the day of the and Murph. And then I can break those down in those sets, sets of 15 for the partitioning part. So mm-hmm. for me, it's not about pull-ups and it's not about the air squats. It's about that particular movement, which I'll be stuck on. So that's how I prepare for it. And when I do it, um, sometimes I partition it. Sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't weight vest. Yeah. But I, I, I just, I'll do all 100 pull-ups because I can, I can whip them out, but it catches up again on the push-ups. So, mm-hmm. but I like to stay in order because I think that's the way for me, I can honor them the best at far. But when I first started, I partitioned the heck out of it. A lot of times I closed the gym because I was the last one. <laughs> A lot of times the other gym, they turned the lights off. And I always thought he was supposed to wait for the last guy. <laughs> Obviously this, I was the lone survivor. <laughs> yeah. and so and so when I do that second mile run, I'm telling you. You came back and the doors were locked. Yeah, yeah, they basically were. I go, let me in. So, but that's personal. Yeah. So that's my story. No, I mean, I've done it unpartitioned. I've done it partitioned most of the times. I've only done it unpartitioned once and it took a long time. But I've done it with and without a vest. But my, all, my downfall always is push-ups as well. I've never been awesome at them. And then just you throw in 200. And so I have to figure out how to get through all 200 of those. So usually what I do is instead of trying to have like equal sets of like, I'll do five, 10, 15 for 20 rounds is I'll do some pull-ups. I'll do some push-ups. I'll do some squats. I'll do some push-ups. So I'm always just kind of getting some push-ups done in any given point. And if my arms get too tired, then I just do a little bit bigger set of squats to give them a break. And so I'm always just kind of like intermittently getting the weakest thing done, which is my push-ups and using the other ones as like kind of buffer between the push-ups to kind of give me a little bit of rest. And that's always worked the best. Like I've gotten the fastest time of my, like my personal fastest time by doing that. Um, but the one time I, I did the, like the Iron Murph version where it's straight through and, you know, you do all the hundred pull-ups before you move on to the push-ups. And I was at like 60 push-ups and I was like, I have 140 more of these and oh, I'm doing yeah. like three at a time. <laughs> yeah, right now. yeah, exactly. So yeah. after that one, I was like, you know what, this isn't, that's not a good level for me because that's not an appropriate kind of like stimulus for me for that workout. Right. Like, yeah, it's hard and it's, you know, honoring someone, but for me to sit there and do like two to three pushups at a time, and I swear it took me like 20 minutes just to get through the pushup part. And it took me like an hour to do the whole thing. It was not really like what we're looking for, especially if we're looking at like the coaching side of it. Yeah. So sometimes it's better to partition for a lot of people. I mean, for most people, partitioning is the best, but also maybe Cutting down the reps if you're a little bit newer to CrossFit. Well, your point you know, you is don't last year I did and I walked out my hip. I went out the back right. door and I just literally just, I, oh, I well, burst to be my fair, hip. Yeah, the reason why that happened for you too, other than just that your body was a little bit beaten, right. like barking, you did it partnered in a team of four. Yeah, we did sprints. So you guys did straight sprints, right. which is a, 
a different right. stimulus for sure. It's like most people can't run that pace when they're doing Murph, right? right? Yeah. But yeah, that that is a different as well. We set a world record. Yeah, Peter Peter somehow unofficially uh, looked up in, uh, what was it, Guinness World Records yeah. for a partner, team of four, Murph Hero Wad. With times. an average mean age of 50 years old. Yeah. Uh, Apparently there's at least one Asian, yeah. one guy 6'10", and it was a really defined category. Yeah, yeah. Just, it just barely yeah. skinned it by the, or got in by the skin of their teeth. Uh, even with half a bursa sack. Or yeah, yeah, I was crawling. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a month. Okay, so you've yeah. um, when you say when you say that kind of stuff, Corey. Let, let's say hypothetically that example where you're like, I'll do some pull-ups, I'll do some push-ups, I'll do some squats, I'll do some push-ups. It sounds like you're like varying your repetitions as you go. Is that really hard to keep track of? If you're yeah, doing it that? sounds like it. It doesn't have to be, and I mean, so yeah, the easiest way for people to to do this is they they you know do the math, they figure out how they want to break it up into equal sets, and popular ones doing basically Cindy, five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 squats. They do 20 rounds of that. It ends up being the total number of reps you need to do. And you can do any other kind of combination or kind of breakdown as long as you you know can keep track of it. And it makes it easier to know how many reps you have. Um, just me personally, if I, the way I see it is like, if you have the freedom to kind of choose your own adventure, why kind of put yourself into like a format like that? Um, I just tend to have more fun doing it. But yeah, you just have to keep track of, you know, how those reps go. And usually you just kind of fall into like a rhythm of like, you know, okay, I'll get to an equal number. So I'll get to 50 pull-ups and then I'll do this and I'll get to 70 push-ups. And so you have equal numbers in your head and, you know, you're not away from them for too long doing another movement that you forget it. But yeah, you got to pay attention. You got to keep track of three different numbers. Um, and I've done it, I've done it like that most of the times and I, I mean, maybe I did miss some reps, but I don't think I've missed any reps yeah, yeah. or, you know, kept track of it. I'm sure I have, but. I kind of like that way. I like the idea, you maybe do Cindy for half of it to get loosened up and warmed up and then just go over the flow. Yeah. So, like you said, one time you do, once you start going on, on pull-ups, you can actually get it on and off at five is a pain in the neck. Mm-hmm. So it's, you yeah. know. I mean, like, I mean, we do those kind of workouts in here where you can choose your own adventure, partitioning way and stuff. And the fun of it is, you know, okay. Like for me, like, okay, I'm bad at push-ups. How do I get through all these so I'm not stuck with like a hundred of them at the end and I'm just doing one at a time is, you know, you figure out how to get them in there, you know, like where you don't even notice you're doing some and then you're doing that kind of stuff. So I just, I like to have more fun with it than it is trying to just like beat myself up about it, trying to do 20 rounds of Cindy, you know? Yeah. So I would, I would almost say like the, the interesting thing about that too, from doing it many, many times, like I don't ever try to PR my time anymore. I don't even remember right. what my best time is. It doesn't really matter to me. And the purpose of Hero Wads, especially that one, for me is not just trying to get 10 seconds faster anymore, right? So I've done it fast before. Um, and the best way I did was was with that general Cindy prescription. Just put your head down and go, do the run strong in 5, 10, 15 for 20 rounds, and then get back after another run. Second run is miserable, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, like there's a lot of self-talk there. Right. Uh, so like every year now, I try to, almost find a new way to do it just to just to, and I know it's not gonna be a fast just to make it interesting so I've done all different ones I've done it where because we only had so many weight vests at a certain time and I'd rather members do it if they haven't um, so one year I've actually done with a sandbag run mm-hmm. there and then you did it body weight stuff here and then sandbag run again worst thing I've ever done <laughs> yeah. uh, because you don't think about how now your arms committed. are up the yeah. whole time yeah. and then it's like 45 or so pounds you could barely move I was literally barely like walking with a trot at the end yeah. but I, I told myself I would not walk so I was like light jogging <laughs> it's terrible um, brisk walking <laughs> it was it was bad um, so there's that I've done where you do straight through I've done the like 10 rounds of 10 20 30 
Uh, but I've the straight through, like Corey says, I get to about 30 pushups and I'm at threes. Yeah. Um, I've done two different times with the straight throughs where I, I won't move my feet anywhere. Like once I start squats, I do 300 unbroken just to see if it's a mental test, if I can do it. That second one must feel horrible. It's terrible. <laughs> but dude, you know, it's terrible. And the weird thing I, t- so I've done it twice and it's each time it takes me about 10 minutes to do 300 squats. So I still do 30 a, a minute with the weight vest wow. and everything. So it's still like one every two seconds for 10 straight minutes. But your my feet cramp about halfway through, like because your feet are pushing into the ground. Just weird stuff. So like if you've done it quite a bit of times, it's fun to kind of play with. And then um, this year I'm debating I might go backwards. So I'm like backwards straight through. Yeah. So I would run and then do 300 squats and then 200 pushups. So run backwards, squat. Yeah, run backwards, <laughs> squat, run forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm going to kind of, I almost like figure it out the day of now. It's kind of fun. Um, done the five rounds at what, 20, 40, 60. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll find, I've done two rounds before. I think I might do, to your point, I'm, I'm already, now I'm thinking, now you got me thinking about this, which I hate, because now it'll be in my head for the, to the day it starts. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I got to probably go back to the running this year, but I'm going to do a very light run. Okay. Just because I just want to just get ready for running miles. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. We got some tomorrow. Just to, oh, <laughs> I'm usually the guy in the back running, by the way. Everybody yeah. here, they watch ones on the front where they have wonky sidewalks and stuff. I have to run on level ground at my age. Hey, that's functional fitness. You never <laughs> yeah. know. You're not going to always have a perfectly flat sidewalk. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But when I old. can, I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> You're going to always have your, uh, what, your handicap uh, yeah, yeah. ramps. Yeah. So you got to just get used to your Fair handicap ramp. Therapeutic <laughs> <laughs> sandals. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, and then, and then the big thing too is like, how do you guys like to recover from Murph? So Murph makes people super sore. We don't often love people to like, you know, some of the gyms are like, yeah, bring a friend on these days. We don't love to do that because the amount of volume in this is where you can really potentially get injured if you're not trained into the stamina of the stuff in your muscles. Uh, one big thing that I just pay a big attention to is, especially if it's on Memorial Day, I like to tell people to make sure they're hydrating because a lot of times people like to go and have a ton of drinks mm-hmm. and that's where you're your muscles can get crazy sore and like, and really not recover well. Any other things that you guys like to do to recover? From I drink stuff? salt water. Okay. I really do. I, I don't drink a lot of, I put a little salt in like my a water. Pedialyte type thing? No, like I drink, lizards? I looked online, I've done this, you know me, and you add a couple shakers or a couple turns of a good Himalayan salt to your water and you're automatically, you know, that's the single best thing for me. Okay. And then when I get done, um, I'll probably do a combo of, uh, something cold like a real cold shower and then i'll nap some salt bath then i'm ready to go then i bring the cocktails on nice. but there you go. i need to soak out the soreness for a little bit okay that's what i want to do at least yeah that's that's what sounds great to me right yeah now. exactly <laughs> i just do great? a few uh few arm swings and just start drinking nice. yeah nice. nothing special be, <laughs> normally there's usually a beer after this cracked open haven't, somewhere in here yeah. oh yeah there's gonna be beers around yeah. here but just before <laughs> any other thoughts for it no i mean hydrate and like i try not to just sit down because you know i feel Mm -hmm. like if you sit down and you stop moving everything just kind of tightens up so yeah just staying moving you know it's just staying mobile doesn't have to be anything you're right though ironically the squats are the ones that you feel the next day at least i do more than anything else it's something something as simple as just baking parallel 300 times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean part of it too is um i mean murph is like such a long workout relative to a lot of other workouts to where it is a lot of volume, but the intensity isn't super high. So it, it kind of allows you to do 300 squats and you end up being more sore than a lot of other workouts that are super, super intense. So if you're used to say pushing really fast box jumps or something right. like that, yeah, you'll be sore, but this is kind of like a whole different level of soreness just because it's not the sprint aspect. It's that endurance aspect. Right. And we just, we don't really put 300 air squats that often in any type of workouts. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. All right on. Well, hopefully you guys got some good things on how to do Murph. We will be, we do have a plan and we're even starting this week of, of different ways that we can kind of help implement. So you guys are a little bit more prepped for how you might want to do this or just adapting the body to some of the volume that's going to be coming in now. So enjoy yourselves. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.